Hey, your favorite coaster sucks listeners. We want to take a quick sec to talk to you about Patreon. Do you have a dollar sitting around your house right now? Well, if so, you should join our Patreon at patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. What else are you going to do with that dollar? (laughs) There's not a whole hell of a lot you can do with it. But I'll tell you, with that dollar, you can join our monthly Zoom calls. Those are so much fucking fun, aren't they, Ben? Hell yeah. Pay for friendship. It's uh, what we're all doing nowadays. Hey, man, it's community. We got a nice little community here built up. And uh, yeah, it's behind the paywall, but a buck a month. We think almost anyone can handle that, right, Ben? Hell yeah. You can't even get like a McChicken unless you like live in a state with no sales tax. So so why not throw it our way? Throw us literally a bone. At patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Good afternoon. I'm Alan. And I'm sorry we had a poor connection for the past 45 minutes. But our stream is back online. And we are in line for Splash Mountain on... Orlando, Orlando Mouse, Mouse Magic. Magic. zippity vuda Did we have to pick the ride with the longest line? We let our viewers choose this ride. That's right, James. They sent a $20 super chat. Well, did we have to take the super chat from the username Splash Mountain Will Rise Again? We can't control who sends us super chats. Ooh, and we got a $15 super chat from Make Disney Great Again. Thanks, Ed Magda. And they want to know, what did Br'er Rabbit ever do to you? Nothing. We love Splash Mountain. Well, he is a character associated with an antiquated depiction of people of color, which reinforces negative stereotypes. All right, we got a $20 super chat from a user named Animatronic Trump. Thanks, Trump. And they want to know why they can no longer afford their Disney vacation because of some basketball players taking over the hotel. I'm not sure... Hey, sorry, Trump, but it's not the NBA's fault. Not like they want to have to play in the bubble. It's not Disney's fault you couldn't afford a better hotel. Well, let's not insult our viewers. I'm just saying, instead of sending money on Super Chats, you... And we got a $10 Super Chat from Drunken Disney Dork. Thanks, Dork, and great alliteration. Dork wants to know... If we think Disney keeps ticket prices intentionally high to try and keep lower-income families from visiting the parks. No, Disney wants all families to visit. I think they're right about that. I mean, who knows? What difference does it make? We're not a political channel. We have a platform that connects a lot of people. And we don't want to ruin that by making political statements. We got a $10 super chat from someone named Sean Rossell. Thanks, Sean. And he says, hashtag BLM and hashtag say her name. All right. Well, thanks, Sean. So only 20 more minutes left in line. Aren't you guys going to say anything at all? I hope that 20 minutes goes by quickly. I mean, about what Sean said. Yep. Thanks for the super chat, Sean. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. This is a different world and hiding from the truth doesn't make it go away. You have hundreds and thousands of people watching you and you're either too afraid of upsetting a few of them to put yourselves on the right side of history or you're actually on the wrong side of history. zippity doo Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I have a three-gallon bottle of hand sanitizer. 
I'm Ben, and I have a three-gallon bottle of lube. I'm Sean, and I got razor blades from the bum outside. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what? Man, this is this was going one-ups the whole way. That was zero to a hundred. <laughs> I thought that was but a holy game. shit. We got Sean here. Well, you won absolutely. <laughs> We got Sean here. I don't know. You want to go by your full name or your screen name? Uh, I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, you can just say Sean Roselle is in the house. There you go. Sean there Roselle. You go. Sean is... Roselle is in the house. Hey. And holy shit, we're really excited you're here, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Finally got some time and we can actually sit down and talk. Yeah, I know. That made it even better. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is our last episode before election. So I want to say that real quick. So we do want to say go vote and against Trump specifically. Absolutely. That, oh, let, me, is... uh, let me change hats then. <laughs> change your hat. Yeah, this is not the other podcast. <laughs> Ben's ranty political podcast. I'd like to hear that. It's kind of inspired by like Alex Jones and Rush Limbaugh. And it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear that. <laughs> I always, I mean, I, I did have this idea of making like a Infowars themed, like coaster conspiracy, like a kind of, I don't know, probably not a show, but like maybe a segment or something. But you I can't, should. Do an, I can't do an Alex Jones voice. Or you could upload it to our YouTube. <laughs> we got videos about the roller coaster museum now. So <laughs> if you come up with a good conspiracy. There's a few good ones, like uh, like Iron Wolf running Batman the Ride Trains. Yeah, I'd like to get to the bottom of that. If any listeners can help us out with that, hit the email, the Gmail. Project Tumbleweed. I was thinking about putting that on uh, one of our shirts, but I don't know if enough people would get it. Yeah, it's like pretty dated by now. Yeah. Well, anyway, fuck. Um, what are you What are you sipping on, Sean? What? <laughs> what am I sipping on? Yeah, I I am sipping on water actually right now. <laughs> Perfect, keeping it hydrated. Yeah, hydration is key. Hundred percent, Ben. What do you got? That same thing, sparkling water. It's Wednesday right. and well, it's uh, six thirty my time, so water is good. I know you yeah, hear my dogs. I'm still, I'm still working. That's that's all right. Dogs hate our podcast. <laughs> that needs to be a sticker. <laughs> Maybe that'll be our next shirt. <laughs> Dogs hate our podcast. Where was I going with this? Oh, I've got vodka and Code Red Mountain Dew champion status. I didn't think they still made that. I saw it in the store, so I had to go for it. Oh, hey, I totally forgot. Sean, did you want to get any plugs in up top? Uh, the only plug is uh, come check out my YouTube channel, Sean Roselle. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sean Go Orlando, or you can follow me on Instagram at Sean Roselle 365. Even though my Instagram probably isn't as, I don't know, spicy as like my Twitter account. So keep it kind of sane and a little bit like, uh, that's a little bit more closer to like the theme park stuff than everything else. No, you're a good follow on Twitter. Definitely go give them the follow on Twitter. And holy shit on YouTube, I gotta say, I was fucking fascinated and disturbed as shit by the How America Normalized Racism series. Uh, you know, it, it gets a lot deeper. Um, 
there's one that I'm, I'm trying to put together and the more I research it, the longer it gets. And so I, I'm not trying to make like really long, like defunct land, like videos, not saying like Kevin Perger is bad. I love his videos. It's just when it comes to black history, I intend to make it as short and quick as possible because a lot of people may not spend a lot of time trying to learn about it. Um, and that was like something that I just really had learned. I want to say like maybe two years ago, I went to the African-American museum in DC and that video was like a big, like 30 minute video. But even then a lot of people just weren't paying a whole lot of attention to it. Or, you know, you could see on your stats that people watch it and they kind of fall off of it. So it was a lot of, okay, if I want to talk about black history, how do I maximize my time? And so I was trying to make it as quickly and short as possible. So that way when people watch it, then they go, Oh, um, I got the information and I can go, you know, go about your, your day. And that was a lot of like what I had kind of wanted, like my YouTube when I was doing theme parks to try to be, is to be like, if I made it as quickly as possible, then I can get as many people to watch as, as intended without being too long. And then people are like, is this on in the background and they're not paying attention. Um, I want people to watch every last minute of it. So making it as like quick hits and be like, here's this pop, 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 pop. Then you kind of get all that information condensely and you know it, you understand it. And it just kind of, you go about your day, either it stuck sticks with you and you're good or you watch it again. But I don't want to make it too long to where, People watching it and they're like, I, I just want to get to the point, you know. And I think that's kind of just been like my thing is get to the point, get out. You know, no need to make a 10-minute video for monetization purposes, you know. Because a lot of times people want to make it like 10 minutes and over so that way they get paid. And even though getting paid is important, I want the message to be more impactful than a monetary gain. Please, anybody out there thinking of starting a channel, or if you have a channel, listen to what he just said like five times. <laughs> I, I, I've been doing this a lot. Um, I would say this is I'm on my fourth year on YouTube. And so you learn a lot. And a lot of this has been just kind of trial and error. But it's also been like things that like, you know, things that I've picked up from friends or things that I've learned my myself. And, you know, I wish I could go back and tell, talk to myself like from 2017 and be like, Hey, um, just going to give you a heads up. Uh, this theme park content probably isn't going to work out the way you think. And uh, you may want to just try to think of something outside of the box, you know, for your own sanity rather than doing something that, you think people are going to like, and you're going to get somewhere with it. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's a lot of trial and error. Well, I mean, I think that's really the, the creative process for anything. It's like, you got to do what you enjoy ultimately. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I, I really enjoyed doing the theme park vids. I, I really enjoyed it. I had a good time doing it. I had a fun time doing it. My, my issues was, uh, it, it was a lot of different things. One, it's I wanted to be involved in this community, in the theme park community and the theme park vlogging community. I really wanted to be a part of that. And it felt like I didn't fit. You know what I mean? I just didn't fit, you know? 
And the other thing, too, was I don't feel people were ready for black creators at Disney. And that's something I really stand by. And, uh, you know, like no matter what, I don't think I've heard a good argument for it or against it. Um, Like, so, you know, knowing that like Walt Disney World is a primarily white destination to go to, you know, people want to watch videos of people that they relate to. They don't want to see a black guy at Disney because that's not what their family is. And the people that are going all the time, I want to see Tim Tracker and, you know, Tim and Jim Tracker and their kids go. But I don't want to see this black guy go to Disney because I'm not black and I'm not certainly going to enjoy the same things that black people are going to enjoy at Disney. So why would I watch? You know what I mean? So, hey, so it's Jesus kind of a, <laughs> so that's kind of like where it feels like I enjoy doing the theme park stuff, but I don't think the community wanted me um, as much as I wanted them. So it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's also the, reality that we live in i'm sorry this is taking me a second to process i'm like jesus fucking christ it's a lot (laughs) it's it's definitely a lot um but it's definitely uh something that when you when when you see it and you're exposed to it and and you kind of start seeing the cracks everywhere um i felt that for years at least since 2018 and then 2019 kind of help solidify it. Cause I know like I hated, I just hated my position. I hated, you know, I would put out a video and I think it was pretty good and innovative and it would get maybe a couple hundred views, which is fine. And then somebody would just do something that was completely lazy and they would blow it out the park and get like, you know, 24,000 views and, you know, add another a hundred subs. And I go, this doesn't make any sense. Like, what am I doing differently? And now it's kind of like the biggest thing is like, what am I doing differently that this person is doing? And honestly, what are they doing differently? Like we upload at the same time. Uh, the content is the same time frame. Uh, we're doing everything the same. What makes me different than this person? And then you hear a lot of excuses. They're like, well, you know, your channel name was Negro Orlando. And, you know, people don't really like typing in Negro Orlando. And I go, but that's, that's, that's to me, that's a cop out because if, if you're okay with the word Negro, then you're going to type it in. Or if you're okay with my channel name being Negro Orlando, if I entertain you, you're going to be fine typing that in. Or if you're a racist, you're going to say the N word anyway, and you're going to type it in anyway. So it's a win, win, <laughs> you know, that was my thought process. And, um, knowing that, you know, and I questioned that. I was like, well, were people like off-putted by my, my, my channel name? And I really kind of was like, no, it, it should just stay Sean was out. I don't like it. You know, it's like, I, 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 or not stay Sean was up, but stay Negro Orlando. Like that's what this channel was about. That's what it was a cornerstone of. It was a staple. And then it's like, well, and I think like once you're out of that and you go, well, maybe it was the channel name. So I changed it to Sean Roselle's Negro Lando. So at least like if they type it and they go Sean Roselle's and my channel name will pop up. And even then it didn't help. So, you know, all around, I just think it's, uh, it's, it's the audience that didn't want to see a black creator. And that sucked. That really sucked. And 
it, it becomes more evident the more later you see it, you know, with your own very eyes. So uh, we were talking earlier, Zach, about like Mickey's melodrummer. So that was a, a Walt Disney cartoon where Mickey's first introduction with the gloves is from that cartoon. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. He didn't get the gloves. The, the gloves are in the, the most integral part of all of this <laughs> is because even though like that, that is purely a minstrel show imagery is the white gloves. And then in Mickey's melodrama, they do a, a minstrel show of Tom, uh, Uncle Tom's cabin. It's, it's insanity. You can find it on YouTube, but it's insanity. And that was just one of them. That I saw those stills. That was absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. Do you think that, like, you know, obviously there's always the talk about Walt Disney being anti-Semitic, but do you find that any of that, like, maybe still hangs around at all in the parks itself, not just, like, in the vlogger community? Um, I don't know about, like, in the parks. I think when it comes to Disney, they try to be so like removal of anything that can show themselves as races. You know, if anything, they like their money. Uh, and that's kind of why they're like, Hey, we're going to change flesh mountain. Uh, so get ready for that, you know? And because they're so excited about changing splash mountain and giving that a facelift and making that different, it's, uh, they don't want anyone to think that they are racist as a company. Uh, I, I, I want to say Walt may have had his, biases um i wish i had more information other than you know what everybody tends to lean to is that well they'll say well um like he had a black animator but they forget that the black animator just kind of found himself in that position he wasn't hired by walt directly so and like when you're in that kind of position you know that's like sort of like with the vlogger community mm -hmm. that i've noticed it's like people are people are less likely to speak up if they're like afraid of losing any kind of like, you know, power or influence or something kind of like um, when we see with the vloggers, how they defend certain people when they have bad, bad behavior, right? Because they like are afraid to lose that tie. Cause ultimately they're afraid of like losing subs. And that, that's a lot of that is, is a big fear is like, if I speak up and start polarizing my audience and I can lose what I've gained. And so you find like a lot of people are very quiet to like a lot of social issues is that if I talk, then I lose a lot. Like uh, there was a guy who like commented on my post on Instagram and he's like, you know, I watched your channel for a long time and I don't like how you're polarizing your audience with this political talk. And ever since you started your, you know, America's normalizing racism, that's when he stopped watching because he's like, I want that happy go lucky Sean back. And then I'm like, well, that person uh, doesn't exist anymore. And this is a new direction of the channel. So it plus to say, Hey, I want happy go lucky Sean. It, that's a very racist statement. So why did you watch in the first place? You know, so it, it, it becomes that. Yeah, I mean, how far removed is at, is that from asking you to dance? Right, and it's like, well, you know, it's like because again, like I would say, what my channel has become is a it, it pales in comparison to what it was. You know what I mean? Like I really liked, you know, the humor and the I don't know. I thought it was like a lot of humor and maybe satire at times. You know, I really try to make something different. And like before I left like theme parks together, like 
the original plan before like the coronavirus shut down everything was um i think the last disney vlog that you see was um I had created two characters and it was one for myself. And then the theme park creator was Negro Orlando. And so he was very, you know, had the sweaters and the scarves and the glasses. And then like the other part of me was like black sweaters and just kind of quiet and everything. And these two was going to be at the parks. It is kind of commentate the state of theme park vlogging as well as theme parks themselves inside this own little contained capsule uh, that was like my idea. And if I'm going on rants, I'm sorry. I'm taking over podcasts. That's what I do. <laughs> no, that's that's why we wanted you um, on here. You got interesting shit. To but say, that, was, so. that was my plan. And then by the time I moved, it was kind of trying to figure out where I can take this channel. And then that's when I was like, now I'll just talk black history because I think that's needed. And it's something that's talked about. And I know that it would split my audience, but at that point, it really should matter. You know what I mean? I'm not going to get sponsored. I'm not going to get hosted. Uh, you know, Disney certainly is not going to pick me up as somebody that they want to give money to. And I'm never going to reach like the levels of your Tim Tracker, Michael K, or Adam LeWoo, or, you know, super enthused. I'm never going to reach those levels. But what I can do is try something else different and sit at my own table rather than sitting, trying to sit at a table that has no room for me and doesn't want me to sit there. So I'll sit somewhere else and make my own. Fuck. I hope we're cool enough to get an invitation (laughs) to sit at your table. But you know what I mean? It's just, there's so many people who, um, who want a piece of that, you know, new creators and new, you know, uh, vloggers come onto the scene almost every year. And they're like, well, I can just be at like the next Tim tracker. And then that's, that's not going to happen. You know, for some, it'll happen in three months, three, four months. And then there's some that's, it'll never happen. And sadly, for most of those are a lot of other black creators, you know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's my two cents on it anyway. I can, I can. Well, Well, real quick, do you have any other channels run by any other black creators that you'd like to shout out? um, There's. Uh, Diz Life of Ours, they're pretty fun. Uh, Disney couple, I think. Uh, oh yeah, they're good. They're really good. And let me see, because uh, I, I typically watch them from time to time. I, I, I'm a bad friend, and I don't really watch a whole lot. Um, but Diz Life, uh, and of course Dev. We know we know Dev. Yeah. Um, let's see. Diz Life is currently at seven point two thousand subscribers you know what i mean and for me i think they should be a lot more they shouldn't be i mean for a channel that started you know a year before me and they're still at seven thousand they, they should be a lot higher uh you have princess and a bear uh marcus q and, and and those are some of those folks that i think have uh a lot more skin in the game that should be a lot higher than where they are for sure yeah well Anybody listening to this, and the, I'm guessing those are like Disney focused mainly. Right. I've heard of, of course, right. Disney. But if that's the content you're looking for, go check them out. You've seen all the rest of them that we've been talking about. Go check those pages out and definitely check out Sean. Cause, like, I think, I don't know, the more you're talking about this, it's making me think about how clicky just the scenes are. Mm-hmm. 
like of course it's it's splintered from just like <clears throat> people who like parks and coasters then of course the subset of like content creators therein and it's all super clicky mm-hmm. and it seems like there's got to be an element of that too um it it, it can be i i mean i the game has changed, so I haven't been around those folks in a very long time, you know, but it 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 became that way <laughs> for a lot, you know, and for many, they try to keep their distance, you know, and try to keep with people that they are familiar with. And a lot of people kind of click up, but a lot of times that click up becomes like just for the camera itself, you know, as long as I'm doing it in front of the camera and I can show people that we're all friends, but we're not really friends, you know. Like that kind of sucks, you know, like it sucks to like build relationships with people and you don't know their last name. And so you know them for months or even years and you really don't know anything more than their first name and the content they put out on YouTube, you know, because they live behind a persona, you know what I mean? So that kind of kills like the authenticity of who these people are. That's kind of like what we were talking about before we started recording with like, where people end up just becoming their brand rather than maintaining their personality. Yeah. Like their personality morphs into a brand and it's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, right. Who are, you know what I mean? It's, it's an odd thing. I guess that's just a weird thing that our generation is the first to have to deal with. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Like being on all the time and then, I don't know. And it's, it's definitely like something that like we're seeing like in first hand. So it's pretty, pretty intense. It's like living an episode of black mirror. <laughs> like people's person personalities are drained away and replaced with fucking shirts and phone cases. And <laughs> anyway, what, uh, like when did you first get into like theme parks? Oh, I, I feel like I've been, uh, going for a long time. It's been, I don't know. I think, I can't remember the first time I went. I was like maybe 10, 11 <laughs> that I remember. So. You said you've been to quite a few parks. We were talking a little bit before. So like, you you a big uh, coaster guy? Yeah. It's been a minute. Let me see. Um, are we talking like best coasters or? Oh, whatever, whatever you got. Sure. I mean, <laughs> like as far as like coasters go, I, I, I would say I'm, I'm, I, I'm no expert. I know what I like, but I'm no expert at it. Well, what are you, what are your, some, some of your favorites just off the top Ooh, of your head? Um, let's see. X2, Six Flags Magic Mountain is probably like, oh there. man, fucking uh, A, yeah. And then you got Fury 325, which is like a giga coaster at Carowinds. Haven't been on that one, but I've heard it's really that good. one's intense. Um, Mako at SeaWorld, uh, definitely like one of my top ones. Um, oh yeah, that one looks really good too. Which one? Uh, Superman at Discovery Kingdom, I would say that was in Snor. Yeah, it's in a NorCal. So. Oh yeah, that's the uh, it's that premiere. Yeah, that, sky yeah, that one is that one is uh, sick. Too. So that one is a. Uh, Pretty cool ride. Those are like my top ones, though. Okay. I gotta give some love to Six Flags Magic Mountain. They get they get no love. 
For sure. No, that's a that's an awesome park. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you were out there? Years. I haven't been a Six Flags since 2011. <laughs> so, what, eight years ago? That was, it's been a long time. Man, it's been a long time. That's crazy. So seeing as you're a Disney person, I got to ask this one. Lander World. That's weird. Um, it really depends on the category because, like, if you're there, because they're both good in different areas. So Disney World is good if you're like, if you want more space, uh, which Disneyland doesn't have a whole lot of space. Um, but if I'm like, I guess I want food. I guess if you were just like gifted a trip, you could pick. Ooh, um, Disneyland would probably be the best because you can you, you don't have to go very far to park hop you just literally just cross the street and california ventures on the other side of the street and you can just be like just walk you're just walking to the next park yeah i and downtown disney is right there too and that's really nice yeah like everything like is within like walking distance you know how they be like oh i gotta get in my car and drive over here and do this it's like Oh, or get on those fucking buses. Oh. <laughs> you could just literally just like, I'm going to walk out the gate, walk like 20 feet. I'm at the other gate. I'm good. And cars land. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not really a, a big Disney fan, but by far Disneyland is the best park I've been. To. Right. And I mean, I'm not saying that any of the ones in Florida are bad or anything. <laughs> They're all amazing, but <laughs> something about, you know, the original. It's good. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I, I felt the Disney magic. I hate to sound like ad copy, but. <laughs> is that what that is? Is that, is it ad copy? I think, I think so. I mean, Disney magic that, or what is that? A catchphrase? I'm not sure. Whenever you jam Disney magic into a sentence, it becomes ad copy. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You got to put a copyright logo on it. You yeah, it exactly. You got to put the little C in the in the circle. If I do the transcription, it's gonna <laughs> require a copyright, or I'll have to pay a royalty to Disney. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Disney Magic is a trademark phrase, and that'll cost yeah. you one hundred dollars per every oh, time. You, every time you say it, yeah, they they send you a bill. They like send it to a, they bill you through PayPal or something. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I got an email from the Disney legal team at some point. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I doubt we're on their radar because we're on nobody's radar. And that's <laughs> fine with us. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you're on your own radar, that, that that's a benefit. That's a plus. Yeah, I mean, that's the most important thing. Hey, everybody. We got shirts. Your favorite coaster sucks on the Amazon store. Check it out. Absolutely right, we do. We got a bunch of colors available, and the shirts are in two different designs. We got the classic Golden Ticket logo and our Rolly Ride logo. We also got 10 different colors, man. Yeah, like you're wearing a shirt right now, so you could always use more shirts. Add to the collection. Get in a lot of crazy shit. Wear it in line for your least favorite ride. Tell every Thuzi their favorite coaster sucks. Make a fanboy of the Fury 325 cry. Very easy to do, all by sporting a Your Favorite Coaster Sucks shirt. We also got sweatshirts available through Amazon. We are now shipping to Germany and UK. So if you are out there listening to us, you can get our shit there too. 
buy a shirt. So what uh what made you want to start a YouTube channel in the first place? Um I hated Facebook. That that's like kind of really like like the the, the story of it all. I, I started YouTube because I really hated Facebook. I hated that um I would pour out like a lot of things that I was thinking and a lot of like my thoughts um onto this platform and I really got nobody to respond back they would just hit a thumbs up and it was like well I'm really kind of you know pouring out my soul and you're going to hit a thumbs up that kind of sucks and so but around that same time I was watching you know the theme park vloggers you know I'm watching Adam I'm watching Tim but I also was watching uh, video game donkey and I don't know if you guys know who that is um, but he's, he's a gamer and if you watch his channel then you can understand like where my early videos were inspired by you know what i mean there's a lot of things that i try to emulate because of donkey those things that i try to outright maybe have used and stolen <laughs> because of donkey so but a lot of it was like no donkey was like the biggest inspiration into doing it i don't know where it was going with it but i was like no i want to be more like this guy so that's kind of where the youtube channel uh came to fruition you said that was like 2017 that was maybe like yeah it was like late 2016 like early 2017 so wait uh how old are you i am 39 oh shit okay i'm old <laughs> well i don't know if that would still class- classify itself uh, as 39 is not old so nah that's not old i've 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 had my moments out there in the sun. <laughs> I thought you were maybe like 24 or something. Oh, yeah. We don't age, man. It's the fountain of youth. I'm like, okay, a couple of years ago. So then I'm like forming in my mind, like, okay, he's probably in like his mid-20s. <laughs> like, oh, all right. No. Okay. Um, fuck. We have some fun segments on this show. Yeah. So this is our killer coaster of the week. And this week's killer coaster is Rock and Roller Coaster at Hollywood Studios. What did the, this? There was one big incident, right? And then I think so. I got to get on the wiki real quick. There is there is a literal reason we we do the killer coaster, <laughs> which is every coaster has uh, been involved in somebody's death. So, <laughs> so Rock and Roller Coaster was. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Um, I believe, yeah, I believe like a, a child had like a heart condition and had like complications or something. But yeah. because it, but because it was on Disney property, that I don't think they claimed that the ride killed him. He was killed off site or whatever pronounced dead off site, like typical Disney incidents. Wikipedia says um, on June 29, 2006, a 12 year old boy visiting from Fort Campbell, Kentucky, was found to be unresponsive after the ride came to an end. Though his father administered CPR until paramedics arrived, he was declared dead on the way to Celebration Hospital. The ride was shut down for investigation and reopened a day later after inspectors determined that the ride was operating normally. The victim had died as a result of a congenital heart defect. So that is a shitty way to find out you have a congenital heart defect. If I could, if I could throw my recommendation in a hat, um, here's one that you guys should totally look up uh, for next week. 
Um, there's a coaster. Oh, we we can do two if you've got another one. Oh, the only one that comes to my mind. Uh, let's see. See it. We just try to pick these based off of like where our guest is from or like rides we've known they've they've ridden. Did you did you ever do one on the ride at um, uh, Adventure Dome Canyon Blaster? Or no, no, not Canyon Blaster, but uh, El Loco. Oh no, we didn't add that one in ever because I don't think last time we had somebody on <laughs> the last two times we recorded with somebody from Vegas. Hi, Brandon. Uh, the the episodes have become unusable. Yeah, so in El Loco, um, it, the ride sucks. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, but she fell out of the ride. Like, but I think it was a like a new Texas giant type of accident. No, no. Well, the ride where like she was too large for the restraint. No, no, no. Well, she wasn't too large. Uh, she was just a like an amputee. And so, like, she just slipped out because there's times like, um, like it has inversions, but it has like these really slow inversions. So you're upside down for quite a minute. So you got to like hold on. So if you have a double amputee in there and they're not strapped in tight, they're going to just slide. Oh, so it was a Superman ride of steel situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, you'll have to look it up, but it's, uh, it's an interesting read. Fuck, well, we've got a double killer coaster this week. <laughs> Fucking El Loco. Yeah, I forgot that killed somebody. That was just like a year ago, I think. Um, Or like maybe two years ago. No, it was last year, actually. <laughs> yeah, last year, March 25th. And that was like the last roller coaster I r- rode before I left Vegas. Can you imagine that ride's closed and you know, like the way that park operates. So just like they only have Canyon Blaster open and then the rest of the rides, they're just like rotating. Well, they had Canyon Blaster and they had a water ride and um, I love the water ride. It was so good. And they closed the water ride. It was the only good ride because Adventure Dome is weird because like there's the circulation of air is really poor. So when you're in it, it's just really stuffy and it smells and so you want to go and have a good time, but you can't. But then again, I'm going by off of memory. So there's a lot of like odd smells in Adventure Dome that I can't really get over. Like I worked Fright, like Fright Dome. So they had like a haunted house uh, deal. And it was so dope. But, um, you know, I always smelled the, the smell of the Adventure Dome and the fog. So when people go, oh, I got that fog smell, but I smell a different scent like in my memory and I'm just like, oh, that, that, that doesn't smell very good. I don't get why people like <laughs> fog. Um, but every time I went into adventure dome, that was a scent that like stuck with me. No matter what, I always smell like it feels like fright dome going on. And they canceled that. I mean, like adventure dome was a weird part for, you know, for circus circus, but at the same time, I mean, a theme park in Vegas, uh, has its uh, ups and downs, mostly its downs. I just got to say, I think that anything that the only things that maybe smell good in all of Vegas are the weed and maybe if there's like an upscale perfume shop, <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. But mainly the weed. Because <laughs> I'm thinking like the smells of Vegas and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like the smells of Orlando. It's like, ugh. <laughs> hey, the smells of Orlando is actually pretty good. 
you just have to go to downtown and Wall Street and you'll be like, oh, yeah, this is a good place. I don't think I've been to the like actual city of Orlando. It's, it's really good. I, I, I'm a big uh, fan and uh, a big, I don't know what's the word, advocate of everything Orlando. Like when people go to Disney, it's like, go check out outside. You'll love it, you know? It uh, like Orlando always makes me think of that '90s ass Orlando Magic logo mm-hmm. for some reason. At like like Shaquille O'Neal wearing that very blue turquoise colored jersey. Oh, those are the best. <laughs> those old jerseys are the <laughs> like, best. Yeah, like I I always think of that when I think of Orlando. It's very weird, but I'm always like. I should watch Space Jam. <laughs> Everybody should watch Space Jam. I, yeah, you know what? Public service announcement. Go watch Space Jam. <laughs> no no bad can come from that. No bad at all. I watched Jackass last night, and that's still fresh in my mind. And that was dope. I haven't seen that show in forever. It's been a minute. Yeah, I hadn't watched it in, I don't know, probably like five years, which is like the perfect amount of time, because then you don't remember any of it. <laughs> Just watched the movie and I was just dying, and I was I was surprised that my wife found it as hilarious as almost as hilarious as I did. What's what's the best theme park uh, that you guys have been to? I'll say Zach and then Ben. Oh holy shit! Disneyland for me, just gotta be. Uh, how about Ben? So I'm gonna go with a weirder answer and say Lagoon, because like Lagoon's theme is is like a classic theme park and it's like just really interesting how it well it's done and like how nice of a park it is yeah so it's like it's kind of like if you were to like have so if if you didn't understand the concept of a theme park and like what's a theme park and that as a theme like that is what lagoon is wait hold on where is lagoon is that the one in utah yeah lagoon park is is definitely a park that like while i was in vegas i wanted to go to like in the worst way Um, But every time I had made plans to want to go, they were always closed. So I never made it to Lagoon. Um, But I've drove like maybe a little bit halfway there by going to like Park City. And that's as for like far Utah I've been. But not all the way up there as I should to go to (laughs) Lagoon. Like that was always like the dream yeah, it's like it's such a weird. I mean, it's kind of sucks that it's all the way in U- that it's like in Utah, but um, like uh, yeah, it's just, and it's weird too because it doesn't seem like it fits there. Yeah, when you go like what like what I like the first time I went like what I was expecting versus what it was like actually going into the gate was like a totally different. Blew me like yeah, it was just weird. Huh. Um, but it's it's just like really nice like the management. It's like kind of like everyone knows what they're doing. It's run really well, so. Yeah, it's cool. It just sucks that all these, like, I mean, like, yeah, my other favorite park is Silverwood, and that's in the middle of nowhere in Idaho. So it's like the same kind of same kind of vibe. Huh. Is that wooden coaster at Lagoon any good? The roller coaster? Yeah. Um, It runs GCI trains, which is weird. And I believe it has air. I think it has airtime, like, because it has such a long train. Oh, okay. That's cool. That park looks fucking dope, and Cannibal looks really good. Yeah, Cannibal was, um, that's one of those rides where I was just expecting like a typical Gerslauer Eurofighter, but it was, it's like not even close. It's The drop looks fucking insane. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
Have you seen this ride, Sean? W- which one? Uh, it's called Cannibal at Lagoon. Uh, no, I I haven't seen it yet. Like I would just, I, I spend a lot of time like looking at um, <laughs> like theme parks at Lagoon uh, when I was in Vegas. But when I moved from Vegas, um, I literally stopped looking at it. <laughs> it was so off my radar. Oh shit! When did when did you live in Vegas and for how long? Uh, I was in Vegas from like 2009 till. 2017 when i moved to orlando oh holy shit yeah and then that was like how'd you like vegas i loved it loved it like that was probably like it was a good time i really enjoyed it but it really prepared me for orlando you know it was it's it's a good place to go but it, it could be anything that you want it to be that's that's the biggest thing is like it can be anything you want it to be vegas is vegas um so if you go there and you're like, I just want to gamble or maybe I want to do something else, you will always find what you wanted to do in Vegas. There's always something new. Yeah, I fucking love Vegas. <laughs> I got married there in July. Ben was there. Where would you get? I got married on the, the roller coaster at New York, New York. On the roller coaster? On the roller coaster. And you can walk? Um, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. You ever, um. Do you ever see Rob Alvey's video on New York, New York? Oh my god! Yeah, he's what he's a baby. screaming like somebody is like fucking him with a cactus. It's like, <laughs> for fuck's sake! That that reminds me. Do you have any Rob Alvey stories? Um, no, I, I don't because the only one uh, that really came to light is you know when he he was on like the grand fiesta tour and uh, we all called him out about it. But I, I, I've talked to him like several times. I mean, like in my life and, but I followed him for a long time because I used to be a part of his message board and theme park review, like for, Oh shit. Really? When? And what was your screen name? If you can remember, I don't remember because if, if it was like anywhere from 2000 uh, to like 2008, um, I probably was on there and I lurked, but I was on a, like a trolling, like spree, you know, like, um, but because around that time, I, I think my screen name would have been, uh, Colton, the undying. I think that would have been it because that was the one that I would use for like the Bendis boards. Um, you know, um, John Michael Bendis, <laughs> had a, uh, he had his own Bendis boards. And so I would use that screen name and I was just a terror. <laughs> <laughs> on on a site there's an absolute like horrible like terror um i grew up though i grew out of that but i so would you troll on tpr because like full disclosure that's how ben and i met was through the tpr forums um, i don't i i never made it that far because like i would lurk and i would watch but i never like trolled you know like on that on that page you know what i mean so like one of my favorite things to do on message boards was if I found a way, if, if I vibed with the crowd, then I would do like little things. Like I think one of my favorite ones was I would, um, but because you know how like message boards, you would only see the title, but you couldn't see the image. I would just put the title as pancakes because you're going to click on something that says pancakes, or maybe you're going to see somebody's talking about pancakes. But when you open up pancakes, it'll just be a picture of a dead cat, like in the road. <laughs> and that was like my introduction to like i did that with uh 
the business boards. And I did that with like Kevin Smith's uh, message board when he had one um, on the Vueskew boards. Um, but I don't remember doing that in TPR. Now I have to look now. <laughs> were you, you, you weren't ever on a form called the gap, were you? No. Okay. Speaking of TPR, do you remember a meme 41190? No. Okay. I'm always curious. You've been erased from the coaster lexicon. Yeah, now, I gotta, <laughs> now I gotta look on the forum because now I'm just like, did I? It's like now I gotta go back and like, did, did I actually do that? Like, like maybe I did, and like he found it and like deleted it. So I asked you about the gap real quick as a backstory. Oh no! Uh, this is another forum that Ben and I were on, and at some point, somebody on the gap had found a mugshot of Rob from when he got arrested because he stole props from Universal Studios when he worked there huh. and got caught selling them on eBay. <laughs> and uh, they were going to send him a mug with the mugshot on it. And he heard about it and he freaked out. He banned everyone who was on the gap and made us choose sides. Oh, no. I never heard of that. <laughs> oh, no. I think uh, all of that is scrubbed from the Internet. Like, it's not on... So I don't think I ever did that with theme park review. I just literally just like looked and lurked. Um, but I didn't like try to like troll. It would be like, it'd be like really stupid trolling though. Like I was very like, you know, I'll say what, like 99, 2000, I was like maybe like 18. Oh no, I was like nineteen twenty, And I was like, I'm just going to just goof on people. And that was like my hobby, <laughs> you know? And then I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do it no more. You grow out of that. You grow up at some point. So, but I might have to dip out here in a bit, guys. My my family is home, and we got to eat dinner. So no problem, no problem. Uh, then we can just like wrap this up right quick. Our last segment, we like to pay tribute to a dead ride. Yeah. And since you're our guest, we want you to go ahead and pick. Uh, flashback. Can we talk about flashback? It, oh, uh, magic yeah, ride. That ride sucks. Just want to pay tribute <laughs> and hope that it never comes back and it dies forever. Rest in peace. Oh, I think that thing is gone for good. I remember when they were tearing it out, there was this video of them like basically just taking a blowtorch to cut through the track and like a big, you know, 12 foot piece of track just falling from the top and you could hear it smack on the ground. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they were like, fuck this ride. We're done with it. <laughs> I feel like they paid the construction crew extra. They were like, just just beat it up a little bit while it's on the way out. They probably did. I, I never got to ride it. I really wanted to. Even though it, I've heard it was a piece of shit, it looked interesting. I still think it would have been great inside. It's like a dark ride. <laughs> they turned it into a stand-up coaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um. So, real quick, another round of plugs for you. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Sean Rose. Or let's not say Sean Roselle. No, no. Uh, Twitter is Sean Go Orlando. YouTube, Sean Roselle. Instagram, Sean Go Orlando. Those are all my socials. Come check it out. For sure. And definitely go check out his YouTube. It is awesome. And uh, Sean, man, thanks so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Anytime, man. I appreciate you bringing me on. We'll have to do this again sometime. All right, please give us a five-star rating or hit the like button or whatever you can do to interact with the content, however you are listening to this. Um, if you're on 
Apple Podcasts or any podcast app, leave us a five-star review. And in your review, why don't you tell us what your favorite park outside of Disney in Orlando is. Best answer will get read on the show, but it's got to be five stars. Make sure you give us a follow on the socials. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and fucking Tumblr for who knows what reason. You can email us at yourfavoritecoastersucks at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail or text us at 312-572-9552. It doesn't spell shit. We checked. We have a Discord server, so if you're interested in that, look for the link in the episode description. Easiest way to get a hold of us, of course, is on our website, which is very easy to find. Just type in yourfavoritecoastersucks.com or rollercoasterpodcast.com. We want to thank all of our patrons over on Patreon. They are the best folks, and you can join them over there starting at just $1 a month. We do a monthly Patreon Zoom call, which is so much fun. We hang out for hours and hours and hours, and we try to make sure we schedule them so that we can talk to everyone, and they are a blast, so we would love to see more people in there, and that is for every level starting at just a buck a month. And, of course, we got bonus episodes starting at the $5 tier. A bunch of other cool benefits. It's a blast to do those Zoom calls. And a bunch of other cool stuff is up there. So, and at every tier on Patreon, you get a shout-out on the show. So, we want to thank all of these fine folks right here. Nathan Slater, Brian Lewis, Joshua Knight, Luann Lewis, Scott Levine, Mikey Mayo... Michael Muldoon, Tristan Cox, Dominic B., Stefan Feinberg, Daniel Puckett, Nathan Hart, Jonathan Hawkins, Jared Mullen, Brandon Carter, Ryan Shoemaker, and an extra special thanks to our executive producer, Logan N. Go check out his podcast, Prairie Coasting. All right, thanks so much for listening, and until next time... Your favorite, 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 your fav